0: Amanda how are you doing? I'm just chilling. Just chilling. chilling. Is that something is that something the kids still say these days? I'm old so I wouldn't know so if I went out and said I'm just chilling people would be like oh he's hip. I say it all the time I'm just chilling. (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna have to learn I'm gonna have to learn that's all right so I'm excited today we actually have uh two guests joining us uh we're having both Heidi Lang from the our pre-health advisor, um, as well as one of her students on to kind of talk about pre-health and what they can do and and you know where students are going um, from there. I got to tell you before we begin and before she's here um i did not know who heidi was probably four or five years ago as an admissions rep and she was kind of a new advisor on campus i went and sat in on one of her presentations and i wanted to be a me who's not very good at science wanted to be a doctor like that day so i'm I'm kind of excited to have her have her in here um did you ever think about going into anything medicine related Oh yeah, if I was better in like sciences and
1: stuff, I would have probably like went into like um, genealogy. I think that's like or dermatology.
0: I like to pop pimples. (laughs) Oh, Doctor Pimple Popper! Popper. You all, uh, maybe you know what? I think you just gave me an idea for the irreverent question of the day. We'll throw them off there later on. So (laughs) let's see if we can get Heidi and Ashley in with us. Let's see where are they at? So. What's that? I bet they're just chilling. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. You always say that. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hi, hey, everybody. Hi. Good to see you. And I and there's Ashley. Hello. Hi, Hello. hi, hi Ashley. Good to see everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We were just uh, we were just getting started today, and um, I hope I don't embarrass you at all, but I was talking a little bit about the first time I got to sit in and actually watch uh Heidi you talk about um talk uh with prospective students about pre-health and how I wanted to drop everything and go be a doctor so uh thanks it was pretty good <laughs> it was good it was fun um so thank you both for being here I have a, hold on I have I have a guest just joined us you My have a, co-worker. A, coworker. <laughs> a co-worker a co-worker at home So thank you both for joining us today. We're glad you're here. Um, You know, Heidi, I hope I'm not gonna embarrass you here, but I had, I was just telling Amanda before we got started how I was, I think it was about five or six years ago, I first got started in and uh, well, I got to actually sit in and listen to you present to some prospective students about the pre-health professions. And for a guy who was never interested in science, was more interested in history and some of those things, After that day, I wanted to be a doctor, and I realized it was a little too late for me. But
2: It's never too late, Nick. I love it. It's never too late. I
0: I don't know. It might be for me, but that's okay. That's why I'm here now helping and introducing you to prospective students, so maybe I can help some future uh, future doctors and and health professionals out in there. So we'd love to ask you both a couple of questions. I kind of want to start off with a big one first for you, Heidi, though. You ready? Okay, sure. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I want to I know, um, you know, what are some of the big myths that are out there for students who are looking at undergrad, trying to select where they're going to go to get their pre-health degree? Um, I hear a lot of things from a lot of prospective students, but what, do, what is it that you hear first? You know,
2: um, that's an excellent question, and the biggest myth is students and their families believe that they need to choose an undergraduate program that has the professional school that they want to go into. They believe they're going to have better chances, better opportunities, um, and if you look at Saginaw Valley, we have phenomenal things, but we don't have a medical school. You know, Ashley, um, if we did, we'd probably try really hard to get her to stay, but we don't have a dental <laughs> school. Right. You know, we don't have a pharmacy, and so students believe that, uh, my chances is not going to be as strong and i think that's the biggest myth that we work with and trying to get students to understand that we have everything you need to be successful the academic the non-academic support um we can do that here and our students go off and they are absolutely phenomenal and i'm so excited for ashley to be able to share um, some of the things that she's done what she's going to go off and do right the other thing is students often believe they have to know absolutely exactly what they want to do coming in as a freshman and they you know if they don't they're stressed and they're scared um ashley where um what did you come in thinking as a freshman
1: i came in as medical i thought i wanted to be a doctor or like an eye doctor or something like that so i had no clue though i just said that so like people would get off my back kind of. <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and then heidi's like OK, but do you really want to be a doctor? And I was like, uh, I think so. So <laughs> I don't know. But
2: you're so, not heading off to medical school.
1: No, no, I switched. I think it was between my freshman and sophomore year. I was like, I'm, you know, jumping ship and figuring what I really want to do. Because I I like the idea of medical and I love healthcare in general. But I knew I wanted something more hands on. And I knew there had to be something that was more me than me just assuming that I wanted to be medical so
2: and how much did it set you back that you had to that you changed your mind in terms of what you thought coming in
1: literally nothing
2: exactly. not at all <laughs> exactly and that's what i love so if we can get those messages out that it's okay to come in and just know you want to do something in healthcare
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's what we're here for and we'll work with you and it's not going to set you back if you're not ready to make that commitment right away
0: That's awesome. I have a question for you, Heidi. Um, Is there like any support that SVSU has for the pre-health students? Like, is there anything they can go to if they have any,
2: if they need any help or anything? Absolutely. So what I'm there for is really to provide the academic support and then the non-academic, the pushing, the, you know, let's get out of your comfort zone. Let's do something. Um, One of the things that I love is that because it is so competitive, that medical schools, dental schools and that, they're not just choosing really smart people because we have really smart people coming through Saginaw Valley, but they also have the opportunity to choose people that just have great people skills and great communication skills. People that love people, you know, students, um, I always promise them your patients aren't all gonna look like you and think like you and have the same values and background as you, Where have you shown that you can get out of your comfort zone and work with diverse individuals? And I think that's a huge um, thing that we do through my office is encouraging students to do that. We've started doing a service trip every summer um, Mm -hmm. where we go down to rural Appalachia and the students have a chance to volunteer at the nation's largest um, medical dental vision clinic. And I could tell you a million things about it, but Ashley was one of the participants. So I would love to hear some of her reflection on, you know, those extra things that we do besides telling you courses to take. Sure.
1: Yeah. um, So on our trip, we went to Wise, Virginia. And like Heidi said, it was in rural Appalachia. And it was just it was a new perspective because I think it's really easy for students to they think uh, all mission trips are like type. Volunteering trips like that happen like outside of the country and like impoverished places, but um, this is happening in America, and it's it's really sad to see that we still have these issues where um, people the only health care that they get once a year these people uh, only come here once a year, and um, it's like under tents and under pavilions and in the back of a like motor home or something like that. Um, and it's just crazy to think that, like, that's the America that we're living in and that not everybody sees. So it, it really puts things into perspective and um, opens your eyes to that.
0: So, Ashley, I'm going to jump in here. I got to ask, um, as a student going through the program, getting close mm-hmm. to the end, you know, we're talking primarily to prospective and currently admitted students to mm-hmm. SPSU what type of advice would you have for a student who's just considering anything in pre-health?
1: Um, so I have the same views kind of as Heidi does. You know, you can, wherever you go, you have the you know opportunity to get into whatever school that you want to get into, but you need to look at what the school that you decide to go to, what opportunities they present you that you can use to grow as an individual and I'm not saying like you can't do everything because you definitely can. I've done, I've had my hand in a few different <laughs> things, but um it's really important to find what your passion is, find what you love, and then develop that passion into like more. So like I started off, you know, volunteering with whatever I could, you know, I really love Habitat for Humanity. And then I took that I went on a couple alternative breaks trips and then I went on to lead my own uh, Habitat for Humanity trip one uh, spring break. So I think it's really important. You know, you, they don't want to see that you're uh, doing everything. They want to see that you're doing a couple things well and that you like doing those things. So it's I don't know. It's better that way, I think.
2: And I know one of the things I love is that I get to challenge my students, you know, so sometimes we challenge them because we take them on service trips and there's needs here in the Saginaw area. So we've done some things right in Saginaw. Um, one of the other things that I started a few years back is a book discussion. And it's, you know, it's sort of like a book club, but the students could sign up to come. They say, yep, I'll agree to read the book over the summer. Um, we come together and discuss it in the fall or same thing over winter break. Mm-hmm. And we're reading topics that have something to do with healthcare, but it challenging them in new ways. You know, we're looking at ethical issues. We're looking at diversity issues. And these are oftentimes fiction books. Um, The most recent one was we did with Dr. Mona Hanna-Attisha's book about the Flint water crisis. Phenomenal discussion, phenomenal opportunity. And I think that helps our students just be that much more prepared when they go off to professional school Mm -hmm. because they may have had the class in ethics, which we have phenomenal Mm -hmm. classes in that, but they've also had the opportunity to discuss it using these books as another idea so super excited about what we offer and what we how i watch the students grow i think that's the best part of my job
0: so so i love the you know the experiences and some of those getting out of your comfort zone one that one thing that i found fascinating um was you know heidi you talked to our office a little while ago about the interview process could you maybe explain a little bit kind of the prep work that goes into the interview process and what we can offer at SVSU, And then Ashley, I'm going to ask you to follow up after you're done. Sure. I want want (laughs) to know what was it like like for you going through that? Because interviews scare me, first of all. Everybody. So (laughs) could, could you maybe just kind of talk to us about what that process is like at SVSU? Sure.
2: So we do mock interviews, and we really call it working out the bugs. Um, We want students, you know, they may only, if they only have one interview, that's not the interview to work out the bugs. We want them to do that with us. Um, And so I've got some faculty that'll come be a part of that. But the piece I love is we bring in a healthcare provider from the community. And so we will sit around and we'll interview that student as if we truly are the professional school. So I would have said to Ashley, which dental school do you want me to be? Um, We interview her. And I think the hardest part for the student, and Ashley can speak to it is when we stop after 15 minutes and we say all right let's have a conversation how did that go for you so we offer that style of interview um we also found few years ago and this is why i love that our program Um, can adapt to the student's needs. Many of the schools in Michigan started doing speed dating style interviews. They call it multiple mini interviews. Um, And the students said, we need help with that. And so we do that as well every fall. Um, And I've got people from across campus that come and offer to do that. And we allow our students to feel the experience, what it's like to have one question for six minutes, the buzzer goes off and you move to the next station. Um, And that's something that all universities are offering mock interviews, but they're typically through career services. Ours are tailored for that pre-health student. But mm-hmm. Ashley, do you remember no. your mock interview?
0: Well, hold on before okay. before actually before you begin, if you need somebody really mean to <laughs> just say <laughs> Carol Baskin over here. Carol Baskin. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, right, man. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to get Amanda unplugged. So in there. mean. <laughs> I okay.
2: well, And I will say, you know, Jim Dwyer, who is our um, alumni director guy, is fabulous. Nicest man you will ever meet. And yes. he comes to our um, speed dating interviews, and he has the role of, yes. you know what? You're going to be tough. You're not going to smile. You're not going <laughs> to engage. Because students need to be a little uncomfortable and realize it's not about them, it's about how I present myself. Um, so we could use people like that as well. Yeah. So
0: See Carol? There's a
1: spot
2: for you, kid, <laughs> Okay, for Ashley for you, uh,
0: for Ashley, for you, how was that That the mock interview process and what did you gain out of that?
1: Um, okay, so with any mock interview, I always apparently was underprepared. Um, I always, <laughs> afterwards, did not go well, but, you know, it's those things that, you know, open your eyes to what you really need to work on, and I felt so comfortable in my real interviews, because um in my mock interview, I specifically remember, I'm a rambler, so I ramble on and on and on, and they were like, okay, you need to get to the point a little bit faster, I was like, okay, <laughs> and I'm a big hand talker, so they're like, maybe, you know, hands Mm -hmm. on the table or something but um and I didn't do a multiple mini interview mock interview which I think would have helped but um I think it definitely would have helped especially because at University of Michigan they do the MMIs Mm -hmm. and um it's in the biggest room with and you're sitting so close to the different stations it's like you could hear this conversation going on, you could hear this one, and then you're in the middle like trying to think, and it's just, it's a lot to take in, so um, that's a really nice thing that Heidi has set up, and using our healthcare professionals like in the area who come in and actually play their selves, basically.
0: Right. Very so. cool. So, Ashley, I have a question for you. Since okay. you're like going into like health, what is your next step? Like, Are you going to grad school? What are you going to be studying? Where are you going to go? What's your next step? Okay. Um,
1: I will, starting in the summer, which we just got an email saying it's going to be online in the summertime, which is a bummer. But um, I will be attending the University of Michigan School of Dentistry in the summertime. So that's incredibly. Yeah. And also I found out recently that I was also accepted for, uh, the Navy HPSP program, which is health professions scholarship program. And so under that, I would join the Navy as a officer, a dental officer, basically. And, um, after my four years of dental school, I'd go off and serve in the Navy as a dentist for the next four years and, you know, whatever after that.
2: Oh. That gives me chills, Ashley, because I look at you and your commitment to service and the underserved and going where you're needed. I can't think of anyone more spectacular to receive that scholarship. I'm
1: so excited. I think I it's an awesome thing.
0: Yeah. Congratulations. When I need
2: a filling or something.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So, I know. I'm excited.
0: So Heidi, is there anything else that that you would share for prospective students when they're considering pre-health? I mean, we got a, a great example in Ashley here, but is there anything else that maybe we haven't asked you about?
2: You know, I think two things, um, and Ashley alluded to it when she talked about the different service things she's been a part of, you know, and the um, alternative breaks and so forth, is that for pre-health students to come in and realize this is your chance to be a college student, and this is your chance to be true to yourself and follow your passions, And not everything you do has to prove you want to be a dentist, like in Ashley's case, or not everything that you do has to prove you want to be a physician. So giving students permission to have their own interests and to do them and never do something because you think you should. You know, what big question I get about research, you know, should I do research? I'm like, sure, it's a great way to demonstrate you're intellectually curious. But if you're only doing research to say you did research, then maybe we should rethink that you know there's not one ticket there's not one way to get there i think that's a big one um and honestly nick i'm a little surprised by you you didn't ask me like the burning question that every prospective family wants to know which is
0: uh-huh.
2: um, usually they present it this way heidi what percentage of, percent of your students do you get, students you get in come on be honest with us this sounds great what you've shared what percent of your students um and that's a tough question because you know lots of schools want to share we all like to hear numbers and honestly when you ask me what percent i get in none of them zero i didn't get ashley in you know i didn't get ashley's cousin in i didn't get this other student in you know they do it themselves and i think that's what we need to remember wherever they go it's not where you go that's going to get you in but Mm -hmm. I can promise you, I'll give you all the support and guidance and encouragement that you need to be successful. But at the end of the day, Ashley did it and I celebrate with her. So I think that's important for students when they're thinking about schools, don't get hung up on that number. You know, now I will say SVSU does very well in our students going off to professional school, um, but don't choose a program for that reason. Choose it because it's the right fit and choose it because you want to take advantage of the resources out there.
0: That's awesome. We, yeah. you know, it, it, that it brings me back to one of our previous episodes. We talked to Rachel Florence Spacel about orientation and kind of the true nature of SVSU. And one of the things that I said is, people don't realize like I celebrate just as much as the student does when something awesome yes. happens. And in in but also I know that it wasn't me that did it. It was the student, and we're there to help and encourage and. To hear you say that, yes, I didn't ask that. Sorry, but I always try to (laughs) because I know it comes up way off too much. But but I get it
2: on the road all the time. I would think as you're at the school. So, any way we could share that message would be wonderful.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so the last thing that we have to do. I'm sorry, but this is it's turned into an every episode fun thing. We got to ask Nick's irreverent question of the day. Day no i try to do my <laughs> and i'm nervous because i don't be some nervous episodes. don't be nervous there, there is a lot of on this one there because we started talking we've talked I, my irreverent question today is always intended to end on a topic that has nothing to do about anything we talked about hence the term irreverent i want to know from both of you i've been i you we're all you know staying at home staying safe right now and carol baskin over here got me to watch this really bad netflix show <laughs> Jeff is making me listen to different music. I mean, it's it's kind of gotten a little weird. I need a recommendation from both of you. I, I really love certain podcasts, and I've started to listen to more podcasts, just being home more often. So, if number one, do you listen to podcasts? And if you do, I would like a recommendation for someone like me, because you both know me pretty well. What do you think I would like to listen to? Ashley, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. I can go first. Um, So I do listen to podcasts. I don't think I listen to anything that you would like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so
0: come on, give me one. I,
1: okay. So one of my favorites, it's called uh whimsically volatile and it's my favorite drag queen Katya. And this guy, Craig, Katya and Craig, and they, they're such, like, a quirky pair, and they t- just talk about a lot of different things, and some of it's a little crude, and, uh, but it's really funny and uh, light-hearted, but they also deal with, like, really serious uh, issues and stuff, like, they talk about, like, addictions they've had and how they've overcome them, so, like, it is a really good podcast, but it's also really, really funny, so... <laughs>
0: You didn't think of me when you thought of crude and funny and like, that's, that's right up my alley. Are you kidding you,
1: me? You give it a listen and then tell me.
0: All right. I'm going to follow up with you. Heidi, how about you? Are you listening to any good podcasts lately? Okay, like so,
2: you? Um, I'm not exactly certain what qualifies as a podcast, so I'm going to be honest, but I do have a recommendation of what you should be watching on the internet. And right. that is this little sweetest dog that I've found called Pluto and it's Pluto living. And if you've not seen it, you need to see it because Pluto Pluto talks to you about three times a week and he is hysterical. Oh, I shouldn't say he, it's a she. She is hysterical (laughs) and she gives you encouragement and she talks about the two-legged versus the four-legged. And I've heard from healthcare that healthcare folks, they watch it because it gives them so much positive energy as they're fighting okay. this COVID 19. So, check out Pluto Living. That would be my I,
0: recommendation. That is, Those are great recommendations. I'm surprised you,
2: nobody said car talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that too, that was a well, given.
0: Well, no, but those are two good. <laughs> That's very good, Amanda. That was good. See you. <laughs> Carol Baskin um uh, <laughs> that no those are great recommendations so uh well both of you I just want to say thank you uh not just for joining us here but also for being a great example of SVSU and in, in uh the success students can have and also being a great example of the support and the efforts that that we do as a staff and uh we we wish you both very well please wash your hands
2: wow. thank, thank you thank you, so you. Much. all right good awesome. luck Ashley gonna miss you Thank you. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Awesome. So Amanda would, I mean, I, that's great, right? Like wouldn't you love to have Heidi as your mentor here on campus?
1: Yeah, she's so nice.
0: I. It's amazing because she, you know, she said it there in the end. She doesn't get anybody in med school, but I can tell you, from experience and seeing a lot of students just like Ashley she's a great example there have been so many students that have come to me and said okay that was the exact advice the exact opportunity that I needed at this moment in my life ready to go so awesome all right you didn't throw any weird podcasts out there I appreciate that and I don't I'm not taking your
2: podcasts.
0: So. all right <laughs> awesome well take care amanda it was great seeing you and uh we'll get ready for our next episode you ready i think so awesome (laughs) take care i'll see you later you too wash your hands You you too